Uh, sometimes, you know, the bridge of trust can be restored pretty quickly. For others, it might take months, and still others, it might take years. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's really no defined timeline of when healing is going to be, you know, taking place or when trust is going to be rebuilt. It's going to really depend upon um, the spouse, the spouses, and those involved in the situation. You're listening to the Favorite Marriage Podcast, a place where you and your spouse can experience God's favor on your forever. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Favorite Marriage Podcast, where we are incredibly passionate about the married life. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, we're your hosts, Monty and Janine Mora, and we're glad you're tuning in today. Um, we have a very exciting episode that we're going to be talking about today, but mm -hmm. before we begin that, uh, we would like to give a huge shout out to some very dear friends of ours, um, Pastor Tom and Dodie Vasquez. They pastor Victory Outreach Church in Denver, Colorado. And um, we were so honored to get a phone call uh, from them asking us to be the guest speakers at their Valentine's Day uh, banquet. And it's going to mm -hmm. be in the beautiful city of Denver, Colorado. Yes. Downtown. It's going to be beautiful. Yep. And we are definitely honored and just humbled um, at the opportunity to hang out with the Victor Arch Denver family. Yeah. And so we're looking forward to it. And Saturday, February 17th, we'll see you all soon. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. So this episode is going to be really exciting. We're going to be talking about rediscovering trust. Yes. So this is the third episode of the rediscovering series that we started at the beginning of the year because we felt it's so important. Everyone is usually getting into the mix of things at the beginning of the year of and restarting things in their life. And we thought how important it is for marriages to actually uh, maybe push restart on some of the things in their marriage that yeah. they've lost down the road. So just rediscovering those very important things. And like you said, today we're going to be talking about rediscovering trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can all agree that trust is so huge when it comes to any relationship, mm -hmm. whether it's a friendship, family member or obviously like in the context right. of marriage and it's huge because if there's no trust in the relationship what happens is the relationship begins to deteriorate over time slowly um, we like to call it like a slow fade and so um, trust is key trust is essential when it comes to building a healthy relationship and so we want definitely want to put this tool in the marriage toolbox today yes for sure so when we were talking about this trust episode i couldn't help but think of um the the activity that a lot of businesses and even schools with um with their students they do um the trust fall hmm. um you might have done that maybe in uh, we've done it with some clubs at our schools and i think um, I think our, our daughter and her coaches just did that with yeah. um, Coach Lazo out there. I remember he recorded that and he actually was falling from a very high place. So there was a lot of trust in his girls. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so the trust fall is basically you putting yourself in a place where you're not looking and you just let yourself go and you're trusting that the people behind you are going to catch you or the person behind you is going to catch you. And there, um, there's a lot that goes into that. I mean, yeah. you're you're trusting and, and hoping, <laughs> hoping they're they're um they're strong enough to catch you. Yeah. And so, what happens when, like, when your partner repeatedly is able to trust you? What does that do for the partner that is falling? Um, 
it builds a consistency of more trust, right? So if like, if you're, if you and I are playing that game and I consistently oh, yeah. catch you, mm -hmm. um, you're going to continue to continually trust me. Right. Um, so there's like this consistency that, Hey, I'm going to catch you. I'm not going to drop you. Yeah. And it's a little easier each time. I think the very first time you do it, there's this anxiety that it's built up and it's just like, Oh Lord. <laughs> but like you said, yeah. if there's a consistency, it's just like, boom, and then you're just going to fall back. Yeah. It's easier to do. So I guess the question is, as a married couple, are you um, catching your spouse or are you dropping your <laughs> spouse? I'm, I'm remembering an incident that um, oh, it's inter interesting that we're talking about uh, Victory yeah. Outreach. But um, back in the day, we were actors in a traveling <laughs> play with um, with Victory Outreach. Mm -hmm. And um, there was a scene in the play where Janine, her name was Sylvie in the play. My name was Flacco. <laughs> And um, well, this was an anti-drug, anti-gang drama, just so you know. That's why the names are yeah. Sylvia and Flacco. Yeah. So one of the one of the scenes is where uh, there's a drive-by shooting, right? And Janine gets shot or Sylvie gets shot. And I'm supposed to catch her like in the play on stage. And so the gun, the gunshots go off. Janine goes down and I'm not there to catch you. No, you were not there to catch me. <laughs> and she hit the stage hard to where yeah. she smacked her head on the back of the stage. And I remember during this scene when you were down on the floor, <laughs> you were telling me in my ear, I smacked my head really hard. I smacked my head really hard. And um, that was yeah so crazy. But I still have the the bump or not the bump. There's a dent in the back of my head from that. Yeah. It explains a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But I was just this like I, I was I was really You were into in the it. moment, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just flew back and I think everything just happened so fast you couldn't get there in enough time and yeah, yeah I thought you were behind me and you weren't, but Yeah. But you think about that analogy <laughs> right there and relate it to marriages mm -hmm. of when a married couple they need each other, like they when do. they're falling or when they're hurting or when they're in pain and they just need their spouse to be there to catch them mm -hmm. and sometimes in a marriage because trust isn't there they let each other fall yeah. and they injure each other and and it's bigger than just head injuries there's heart injuries and there's emotion there's pain yeah. that takes place with inside of that marriage when trust is definitely broken but you think about like broken trust mm -hmm. janine it's it's a very painful, it's a very rattling moment for a married couple when that trust is broken, isn't it? Yeah. And there's a comparison that we like to share about the the healing that happens in marriages yeah. versus healing that happens in a body. They're very yeah. similar. So depending on the severity of the trust that was broken, I mean, you could have just lied and said you were coming home at six and you didn't come home till nine or there's those things in marriage that are even more severe yeah such as trust lost in infidelity or there's unfaithfulness in the marriage and that could look so many different mm -hmm. ways when that when it's that big and there's that injury to the marriage yeah there's some triage that needs to happen yeah you had to stop the bleeding yeah i think that's like phase number one mm -hmm. right stop right. the bleeding stop the bleeding um there's this initial shock um and you think about the same thing like with the physical 
injury mm-hmm. like that's what emt is right you were an emt like you were yeah. trained on that like the very first thing you walk into a scene and what do you do yeah well if there's blood on the ground and b- blood's flying out you got to stop the bleeding mm-hmm. and yeah. then yeah and then of course the second phase of the healing i think was um what we call the um inflammation phase or that's where things are still tender right yeah. in, in in the relationship and right uh, things are still hurting but the wound is closed, the bleeding is stopped, but there's mm-hmm. still some some um, some tenderness to the the body and same thing in marriage. And then yeah. what I'm trying to think of the third one was proliferation or like yeah. the rebuilding stage um, right. as trust is being rebuilt and restored. And then, of course, the fourth one is the strengthening stage where you continue to grow and be strengthened and the body continues to um, rebuild itself. Right. And that's the stage that after the initial breaking of the trust after you go through those other stages the strengthening stage is the longest stage yeah i mean we're always in the strengthening Mm -hmm. stage Um, we're in the strengthening stage right like every couple that has gone through rebuilding trust stays in the strengthening stage till death do us part because what happens when you have an injury to your body and you stop working that that part of your body so like if you have a broken arm and or a broken leg or you're just there's strength training yeah right? there's always that strength tra- training happening yeah and when you stop it you can start feeling the aches and the pains and and so it's so important as a married couple that we stay in strength training for the remainder of our married life mm-hmm. sure yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a one and done type of thing. No. It, it's a continual growth. And right. even when, when a couple, when there is betrayal and they are struggling from those betrayal feelings or even maybe the tiny, small, broken promises that are done mm-hmm. on a consistent basis, it's going to take a lot of, yeah. should we say, physical therapy, yeah. um, um, spiritual therapy. Yes. Um, and it's going to be ongoing to restore that bridge of trust once again in that relationship. And so the, the, point, the point is when it comes to like, betrayal and rebuilding trust the couple the married couple Mm -hmm. must learn how to choose to trust again and because trust is a choice yeah and this it's there's a process the process takes time Yeah. yeah yeah let's talk a little bit about some of the signs that we can we can look at inside of a marriage where maybe trust is compromised and so i'm thinking right away number one like uh, when a spouse feels this need to keep secrets from the other spouse like this hiding thing right right yeah that's definitely a sign of a lack of trust um so are you thinking like the person that's keeping the secrets is the one that is not trusting or the person they're keeping the secrets from they can't be trusted i think it's both things sure yeah yeah. it's definitely both things but like if i'm holding if i'm hiding something from you keeping secrets it's because i don't trust you that's why i have to hide from you Mm. right oh i could see yeah i can see that because maybe i haven't made that safe place for you to come talk to me about something that maybe you're struggling with or something you did and you're like there's no way i'm going to talk to her about that because she will flip her lid yeah yeah no okay i i totally understand that but then there's also the flip side of that there is where someone is not telling the truth or, or, or being secretive because they're the one that's hiding something. That's hiding, yeah. And I think back to the Garden garden of Eden, Adam and Eve. 
oh, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were talking about that. Um, one of the first things that Adam and Eve did when they sinned in the aid of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, they hid from God uh, because they knew that inside them they did something right. and they broke the trust of God who told them don't eat mm -hmm. from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And so um, so that I think that's just a classic sign when yeah. trust is compromised. Right, because the minute they sinned, the minute sin stepped in, I mean, they were naked before each other. There was There was nothing covering them. And the minute sin entered right. the garden, they covered. They covered. They hid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What about people who control? Mm. That's another classic sign yeah. of when trust is compromised is controlling behavior. Yeah. Like in most cases, the person who is controlling, the person who's controlling has the trust issues. In most cases, mm -hmm. um, perhaps, and I don't know, maybe perhaps it's rooted in some type of insecurity that they feel this need to want to control their spouse. Um, but that is also another concerning issue within a marriage. When you, when you identify a spouse that has this tendency to want to always control the other spouse. Yeah. And they also might have impure motives themselves, or they might be struggling with something themselves that they are placing that on the, their spouse. Like, well, if I'm feeling like this and I do this and I feel like this towards the opposite sex or, or if I'm secretly doing this, then they must be doing it too. And that mm. that's what that stems from. But also, again, on the flip side, the there can be the spouse who's controlling because the other spouse um, broke their trust. So they feel like yeah. you're not going to hurt yeah. me again kind of mm -hmm. thing. Like, there's no way I'm going to let you hurt me. So I'm going to control everything you do sure. so that you can't hurt me. Yeah. And that leads to the third one, okay. the third sign when trust is compromised is when one spouse or the other begins to blame and accuse the other spouse, mm -hmm. like out of nowhere. Like there's just this blaming and this accus accusation yeah. um, going on. And you, you were talking earlier about how it, some of this could be, could be rooted in unforgiveness. Oh, most definitely. Right? Yeah. Usually that is the case when there's a lot of blaming and accusing yep. and um, there's just not a forgiving atmosphere there. I mean, there's just that root that's entangling them yeah. from trusting. And even in some cases, some spouses can't get past the past because mm -hmm. there was a hurt done. There was an injury done. And they'll, their their inclination is because I can't forgive, because I get, I can't get past what has been done they'll blame and they'll keep accusing one another. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, all of these are just classic signs of when trust is compromised or trust is even broken within the relationship. Yeah. So when we meet with couples, the one of the biggest questions is how do we rebuild trust? Mm. How do we get back to a place of trusting one another and creating that safe place in our marriage? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Time is, 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 um, is so important and people have asked that. How long does is it going to take? And mm -hmm. I think there have been moments in our marriage where we've asked couples who were coaching us and helping us, how long is this going to take? Yeah. And it's going to depend upon the individuals. It's mm -hmm. going to depend upon the depth of the betrayal. Yeah, um, and sure. sometimes the timing is um, depending upon how that person is wired too, like emotionally and mm -hmm. mentally. Uh, sometimes, you know, the bridge of trust can be restored pretty quickly. For others, it might take, months and still others it might take years mm -hmm. um and so there's really no defined 
timeline of when healing is going to be, you know, taking place or when trust is going to be rebuilt, it's going to really depend upon um, the spouse, the spouses and those involved in the situation. Right. Yeah. And we just want to encourage you right now, because I know the first time when we sat across from a couple and we we were bleeding. Yeah. We we they had to stop the bleeding. We were on the gurney. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted to know, like, can can we be back, you know, the way we were in just a few weeks or a few months? And and I just remember um our dear friend Stephanie DeMott looking at me and she just like just reassuring me, like looked at me and said, It's gonna take time. Yeah. <laughs> um and when she said that I knew it was going to be a journey yeah and and that's okay so we want to encourage you out there don't be discouraged that maybe next week or next month you're mm. you're going to be right back where you were on on your wedding day you know that yeah the the marital bliss um you can get back there and as long mm. as you and your spouse are working together with christ with jesus in the center you'll get there you'll get back because when you join together the cord of three strands, mm -hmm. it's not easily broken. So be encouraged that if you are willing to do the work, yeah. if you're willing, like you said earlier, to do the physical therapy, um, you're you're going to be strengthened again mm -hmm. and, and be even greater than you were before. Yeah. And that's definitely our testimony. Yeah. Yeah. Think about the initial betrayal moment when the information is revealed and the betrayed um, is is there in front of the betrayer. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and you think about giving your your spouse time to process the what, what we call the the uncovering of what the betray of what the betrayal was. Mm -hmm. um, and I think automatically back to grief. Right, the stages of grief, and um, one of the first stages that a couple might experience when, when, when the when the um, trust is broken is this idea of shock, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And then there's this idea of of denial, where I just can't believe you did this, and how could this happen to us? And there's this you you feel this denial, yeah. and then of course you move into the stage of feeling um, angry, mm -hmm. right? And then the, from anger, there's the bargaining stage and then the discouragement stage. And finally, the final stage that a couple will reach is what we call the acceptance stage. And all of these are the stages of grief. Right. And um, so when you talk about the amount of time it's going to take to rebuild trust, you have to remember as a married couple, you're going to enter those stages mm -hmm. of grief and you have to give each other time and be yeah. patient with one another as the healing grows in your life. Yeah. You you just explained that so well, and I think with you working in hospice, you are able to see that almost on a daily basis. Yeah, and um, it's it's beautiful how that process brings us to a place of peace. Yeah, and yeah. in marriage, you can definitely count on the peace that surpasses all understanding mm -hmm. to fill your hearts and minds, mm -hmm. and. Yeah, and there are many different ways that trust is rebuilt and trust is restored in a relationship because this episode is about rediscovering trust. And mm -hmm. so we want to give you uh, three important words, um, actions, behaviors, whatever you want like to call them. And we made it easy for you. We're going to, mm -hmm. uh, because they're all going to start with the letter C, 
Okay. And so the first actions or behaviors or um, modes that you can begin to operate and move in is the area of consistency. Yeah. And so what we did is we put together I trust statements mm -hmm. to each of the three C's. And so we're going to share these statements and then we'll elaborate a little bit more on each of those. And so uh, the first C is consistency when it's when we talk about building trust. Mm -hmm. And want to read that I statement? Yeah, yeah. And that I statement is I trust you to do the right thing over time. So that is you saying to your spouse, because you've showed me time and time again and you've proven yourself. Yeah. You're able to say, I can trust you because you've proven yourself over time. Yeah. We're thinking of the word predictability. Mm -hmm. So like when we talk about consistency and trust, when a spouse displays consistent behavior over time, they become predictable, meaning that mm -hmm. they are consistent and they're reliable. Yeah. And that's really, really important. I know that was really huge for us, for mm -hmm. us to display consistency mm -hmm. and longevity over an extended period of time. And what that began to do is restore yeah. and rebuild the trust within that with, within our relationship into where the, the relationship was reliable again. Right. And as a married couple, depending on in what area the trust was broken in, you're going to have to talk to one another and decide on what those things are. What are you being consistent in? Yeah. Is it, calling in after work and on your way home is it um giving your phone up at di at the dinner table you know or maybe not having your phone in the bedroom whatever it was open that, passwords yeah, things like that yeah yeah so it just whatever the wherever the trust was broken there's going to be different um things that you put in place that either one of you are going to have to be consistent in and it, it really shouldn't be just one spouse even if it's Sure. You know, nobody's perfect. And even if there was um, just one spouse that broke the trust, your team and when you come together and, and you decide that, you know what, we're going to rebuild this together, you can't expect one person to be building and rebuilding. No, it's a teamwork effort. Right. Yeah. So join together in these. If you're giving up something, then, you know, the, the other spouse can offer up a way of growing spiritually as well and sure. growing in your marriage and and building that trust because we're not perfect and and we we had to look inside our own hearts and just be like okay what can i do to help build this trust in our marriage mm -hmm. and maybe it's just being more faithful and praying and reading your word or um just saying i love you mm -hmm. on a daily basis sure yeah absolutely yeah mm -hmm. which leads to the second word or the second c is character mm -hmm. and we have another i trust statement would you like to read that yes i trust you to do the right thing according to god's word mm -hmm. that speaks a lot to character right there mm -hmm. trusting your spouse to do the right thing according to god's word mm -hmm. and what's cool about this uh, second c is god's word does build character yes. inside of us. So the more we read and study and learn and allow the word of God to grow inside of us, we begin to develop Christ-like or godly character. And that becomes a huge role when it comes to rebuilding and restoring trust within the relationship because mm -hmm. God's word becomes the standard of what we want our character to be, right? Absolutely. And I think, Monty, tying back into the faith vision, yeah. that we spoke about in another episode. This is where 
this comes into play. Like if you have not already created a faith vision for your marriage or for your spouse, that this is an amazing opportunity to create those for one another and just speak those over one another's lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So can I share yours? Sure. Yeah. So I have a faith vision for Monty and I call him Sadeso Man and it's capital S-A, capital D-A, capital S-O Man. And I would just speak the wisdom or the strength of Samson, the heart of David and the wisdom of Solomon over his life and just praying those characteristics and um, just asking God to to build mm. that character within him. Mm-hmm. And I still call you that. Yeah. I'm a Sadeso man. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Yeah. And you think about in the context of building character and displaying character in the rebuilding of the trust process, uh, this also involves taking responsibility Mm -hmm. for your actions. And it also involves meaningful, um, what's the word? Meaningful apologies, right? And so when we were talking about character, we're talking about a couple needs to be sincere with one right, another of course. and giving and receiving apologies. When an apology is connected to a corrective action, that also begins to build build character and that can go a very long way. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then the last C is compassion. Mm, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. The trust statement is, I trust you to do the right thing because you love me. Mm, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're in the place where you're rebuilding trust and you're locking your shields of faith together and saying we're going to do this in God's strength, you got to love each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got to display compassion towards one another, right. being kind. Because again, I it goes back to like we're a team mm-hmm. and we're working together to rebuild this trust, and we have to be compassionate to one another. And this is where we might even have to ask what we call compassionate questions. Mm -hmm. Questions like, what is it that I can do that can make you feel secure? What is it that we can do to each other to make each other feel loved and respected? And all of these are compassionate questions and it's showing our spouse, it's showing each other that, hey, I'm here to be compassionate and to display compassion towards you by asking you these questions on how I can prove my, my love and my passion for you once again. Yeah. Compassion is huge because I know when you're going through this process of rebuilding trust, there's going to be setbacks. Okay. So, and when you have those setbacks, being compassionate to one another and having an understanding heart Mm -hmm. towards each other is going to help you move forward faster. um, Yeah. Or else you're going to be just, you know, taking those backward steps more often than you want. Mm -hmm. Um, Just again, like going back to the whole idea of the physical body when you have rehabilitated um, a certain part of your body that's been injured and you begin to do other things you know just getting back into the swing of things your normal life and you find that oh my gosh that that hurt really bad you know whatever whatever you might have done and go play softball for a weekend or something and and you're just hurting really bad and it's just like man i really thought i was healed in that area Mm -hmm. i really it's it could be frustrating and it could really affect Mm. you emotionally and mentally Mm -hmm. and the same thing in in this rebuilding of trust you might find yourself in a place where it's like you're in a certain scenario and and or situation where that trust is being tested 
and you fail mm -hmm. and you fail big time. Yeah. And it just sets you back and you get discouraged and you get frustrated. And there's just these, these mental um, mm. thoughts that begin just to bring you down. Mm -hmm. Sure. And yeah. as a couple, you're either going to push each other down further, kick each other while you're down. And of course, when compassion steps in, like we're, we're trying to express like how important compassion is when mm -hmm. the compassion comes in, you lift that person up, you pull them up mm -hmm. and you say, I understand. Yeah. And if you have to apologize again, yeah. And you have to keep apologizing and, yeah. and, and let them know, you know, I'm, I'm here for you and sure. we're, we're going to get back up and we're going to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's, it's being, it's doing it together mm -hmm. and, um, and working on it together. And, you know, if there are those moments in the restoration journey where trust is, um, is being stretched a little bit. And like mm -hmm. you said, you know, when it's, uh, you might fail each other through the process. And I know we did, we failed each other through the process of trust, yeah, but we got back up we did. and we got at it again. Um, I love the scripture. I don't know the exact verse in Proverbs, but it says, when a righteous man falls seven times, he will rise up again. And that's that can be the beauty of marriage is when your marriage, when you falter, you fail in your in your rebuilding of this trust situation, agree together mm -hmm. as a husband and wife that we are going to get back up. That's right. And we're going to keep working together as a one flesh partner towards rebuilding this trust in our relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And make sure that you find couples, other couples and mm -hmm. people who can stand beside you. And when you have those moments that are, are really bad and you feel yeah. like, you know, we just fell right back into this pit. Um, you might have to reach out to someone and, you know, I, I love the scripture, bear you one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ, mm -hmm. Galatians 6, 2. And sometimes you just need someone to tell mm -hmm. you you've come too far. You have come too far. We're telling mm -hmm. you right now, if you're out yeah. there and you're feeling like, you're just going rounds mm. and rounds and circles and you keep hitting those speed bumps and you feel like you're not getting anywhere. Mm. You got this. You've come too far. God's got your back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And a final word that we want to give to you today is, um, is so, so important. And this is it. Trust is a choice, mm -hmm. right? Trust is a, it's a conscious choice that a couple must make oh. every single day single day it is together as a husband and wife you have to focus on your future and not your past it is so easy to think of the past and and go back to the past but together you have to have a future mindset a future focus mm -hmm. and and say together we're gonna we're gonna get up today this day and we're gonna make a choice to do the hard work mm -hmm. we're gonna make a choice to do the beautiful work of establishing and choosing to trust again today yes. and then when tomorrow gets here you do the same thing again but trust is a choice it is that has to be made every single day yes and that choice is building the kingdom of god through your marriage mm -hmm. your marriage your family and people who are watching you they are looking at you and saying if they can do it we can do it yeah and yeah. that's that's our prayer and our hope absolutely mm -hmm. Yeah, you talked about trusting in prayer. Um, why don't we close off in a word of prayer today? Yeah. We'd like to pray for uh, you today. And you might be in a situation right now as a married couple where 
the the road of the journey of building trust is very difficult for you right now mm -hmm. and so we want to pray that the lord will give you strength you and your spouse strength that you need to restore rebuild that bridge trust um, once again in your relationship and it's highly yes. possible through the power of god yes it is let's pray amen hey join us in a word of prayer today dear father we thank you for this wonderful opportunity to speak into the lives mm -hmm. of couples and we we know right now that there might be um, some couples out there that is traveling the road of rebuilding this trust in their relationship father yes. we pray that you would give them guidance we pray that you would give them wisdom we pray you give them understanding yes, on on this journey and we pray father that you would give them patience give them compassion yes. Help them to restore character and consistency and all these things that we talked about today. Mm -hmm. Father, we are asking that you would intervene in a very mighty, in a very powerful, powerful way in helping these couples restore and rebuild the bridge of trust back yes, into their marriage relationship. We believe in your power. We believe in your might. And we believe that through you, according to Matthew chapter 19, verse 26, that with you, God, all things are possible. Yes. We ask you these things today in Christ's name. Amen. 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 So as we wrap up our time together, we'd like to share a few thoughts with our listeners today. Um, first of all, we want to make sure that you're following us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, um, all under the name of The Favorite Marriage. Mm -hmm. And we are still on the quest of reaching 500 Facebook followers. We're yes. almost there. <laughs> and so if you haven't had the opportunity to follow us and like our Facebook page, please do so. Um, and then the second thing we want to make mention is we have our new favorite marriage apparel yes. um, and we're pretty excited about that we're going to have all the contact information about how to order the apparel um, in our show notes or you can just go to our website at thefavoritemarriage.com and you can make your orders of the merchandise there as well mm -hmm. and so we want to encourage you um, from janine and i go get your merch on yes. and let's represent the favorite marriage <laughs> podcast and as always we pray that you experience god's favor on your forever. Thanks for listening to The Favorite Marriage, where you and your spouse can experience God's favor on your forever. If you enjoyed this resource, please leave us a review and share it with your friends. We'll see you next time on The Favorite Marriage Podcast.